Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Firm. My name is Alex Gore. I will be hosting along with my co-host, Lance Psycho. Lance Psycho here. Speaking of Lance Psycho, where do you want to go? The moon? How are you going to get there? A rocket ship? Speaking of rocket ships, maybe if you don't know Revit, you should go to RevitRocketChip.com. How good was that segue? That was in, as far as that kind of a, I mean, are you a pro? They lined up. I think so. Somebody's getting paid to speak. His name is Al Gore. There you go. Uh, If you want to up your Revit game or new to Revit or literally just learn Revit on your own, there is a better way. There is a way that's time tested that uh, models how how construction buildings get built. That has a template that brings you along from families to a cabin to showing you a great philosophy of modeling. That is RevitRocketship.com. Uh, not only will it help you at your business be more productive, but more and no, more knowledgeable. The best way to take advantage of it if you are a small or large firm and you want to get your team on the same page. Heck yeah. If you want to get your team on the same page, email me at akg at f9productions.com so that you don't have to pay for individual seats. But if you're just a sole proprietor or want to get it done, go to revitrocketship.com where you can see the prices and options and all that. I want to take you on a little journey here. Why don't you go to, if you are listening, you are by a computer, go to pella.com uh, forward slash the firm, and check out a brand that you've never experienced like this before. It is Pella Luxury. The collection of brands within the luxury division of Pella are the conversation starters, the pioneers of the industry who provide window and door solutions to discerning architects, the building industry, and beyond. They have decades of experience creating things no one else in the world is creating. I'm telling you, take a look at it. And the collection of brands are brought together to complement and build on one another. That's the best part about it is you're not having to mix and match. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen with all these brands they're putting together. They don't push beyond the limits. They set them. Explore PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm. Again, that's PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm. Another place you should head to is Arcat. Uh, because BIM can be important for your next project, but it's not the only thing you need for your next project. That's why it's important that 95% of manufacturers who offer free BIM files on Arcat also offer another type of data for your project needs. That's right. That means that 95% of the products with BIM also have CAD files, are in specification, and in a patented spec wizard, and or have product information that help you make the right selection. So stop going to a site with just BIM. Don't do that. Go to rcat.com to get everything you need for your next project for free and without registering. That's my favorite part. No data mining of your personal information. That's rcat, A-R-C-A-T, dot com and start building better content today. Al, I got a question for you. I have an answer. Okay. I uh, came across this article here. Ooh. And it's going to blow your mind. Okay? Wow. 
the title is already freaking me out. Why most small architectural design practices don't work and what to do about it. Hmm. And I think that's going to be the title of the podcast episode today. I saw our social media manager, Emily. Hey, Emily. Just uh, reached out to us and said, what is the uh, what is the title going to be today? So it is going to be called Why Most Small Architecture Design Practices Don't Work and What to Do About It. Uh, so I got some stuff here, okay, to read to you, Al. Ooh, this is, so from the E-Myth, uh, Michael Gerber. And you've is, read this, right? I have skimmed through it. He's skimmed through it. Good enough for me. With my eyeballs. Yep. Yep. Basically, making your practice into a franchise is is the nuts and is the ten thousand foot overview of the emith. Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, Michael Gerber defines the why as the emith. Number one, the entrepreneurial myth that most people who start a small practice are entrepreneurs. I wonder if Mark is screaming at his radio right now, listening to this. Mark LePage. Mark LePage. Right. Yep. Uh, literally titled the Entree Architect Community. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael Gerber defines again why the why as the e myth uh, the entrepreneurial myth that most people who start a small practice are entrepreneurs. Because you want to know why I've heard through anecdotal evidence why people start. Yes. Uh, multiple people talk to multiple people. They want to uh, get back to doing architecture instead of bathroom details or specs or whatever. Yep. Or, or dealing with the BS, with the bureaucracy, all right, with, so, with all that. All right. Well, we, we will. Uh, but that's not, that's not, hey, I want to be great at business. That's, hey, I want to design more. Yes, exactly. So I think we're uh, entertaining the, this idea, yep. right, so far. Number two, the factual assumption that an individual who undertakes the creative and technical work of a practice can successfully run a practice that does creative and technical work. I would agree with that one. Difficult... Uh, that's a that that could be a fatal assumption. We, yes. I've seen a lot of architects, been laid off from a few architects, who were terrible entrepreneurs, excellent architects, right? Uh, good bad business owners, great architects, literally won awards. The reality is that most practices are started by brilliant technicians, and then they put in quotes architects slash designers who are very good with clients, designing and delivering great product projects. Great projects beget more projects, so you need more people and resources to deliver them, right, Al? Mm-hmm. Which means, by default, you need to develop Gerber's manager role. However, very few great technicians have hands-on experience of, or knowledge of, the seven on business fundamentals required to successfully manage small business to make it resilient and capable of growing without imploding. I Quote, think the list of seven? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe you could look it up while we're talking here. Uh, quote, frankly, business management is a waste of valuable time. So I'll get into it when there's some spare time. End quote. Said almost every small practice principal who's always surprised that things aren't running as well as should be. And when does that spare time appear? Never. Right, Al? <laughs> there's never enough time. There will never be enough time to work on your business. It has to be prioritized as one of your top jobs. You set it up as a job and schedule it like any other job. You have to work on it every month, says Greg Branson. To demonstrate on this point, uh, so then he gives you a short quiz. You can benchmark your practices on business fundamentals. I highly suggest uh, everybody takes that short quiz. Um, so if most small architectural slash design practices don't work, then what to do about it? So then, obviously, they want you to take your um, 
Oh, it goes on to say right here what the what are the mag- magnificent seven on business fundamentals um, that make your business more successful. Obviously, they want to sell. They want to sell it, right? So they're trying to sell. Uh, they have this next. They like have this next level program, and they have this link to quiz. So part of this is clickbait. Obviously, yeah, it caught your fine. attention, and you can take their test here. I've got it pulled up. Um, you can take their little tests, and then obviously, then you they mine for your data, and you know, and you put your name in there, and all of that. Um, and, and then they get in touch with you. Uh, and then here's one of the one of the gals who is a uh, architect and a founder. She says, "My practice has been operating continuously for more than 20 years. Yet I found myself stressing about managing it as a business. I decided to work with Simon to simplify and improve how I manage the business. So maybe check these people out. But I wanted to get your take on some of those first thoughts that they had, right? And I think we've already examined them. Number yep. one, there's a myth that we're that we're basically entrepreneurs. Yep. Um, when really, it's like you said, people wanted to get back into design." And number two, that we make a fatal assumption that um, somebody who is a creative individual can do the technical work can also run a practice. I'm going to agree with number two. Like, I, I really agree with that. And I, that's why I've stressed for first and foremost. Like, if you go look me up on LinkedIn, it says serial entrepreneur first. I pride myself in being an entrepreneur first, then architect, then builder. Like, not even the architect over builder or builder over architect, but just entrepreneur first. Thoughts, Mr. Thoughts. So I think he diagnosed the problem correctly. Um, I think because this podcast is and what to do about it, mm-hmm. there are three phases that are the skills that are not easily acquired or easily known. Or that even make, Yeah, that make you successful as a business owner, right? Because like this says, a lot of people listening are great uh, technicians or great designers. That's awesome. That is awesome. Know what you're doing. Know how to design it. But the three that are hard are selling, managing, and leading. So selling, Mm. man, we might make a course about these three, selling, managing. Hey, I've had it on my, in the back of my head and radar to do, we've even, I think we've teased them a few times on the episode of like having our wives mock, be, be, be fake, uh, potential clients but i want to i almost want to film us teaching some of the people at our firm to do it so that then we can do an after actions review so let's say you are one of the our employees that is going to yep. be a leader employee lines. and and marilyn your wife is there or my wife or we'll get timmy fake, up here fake client yeah get timmy up timmy here he would be a good one right um Pauly d and then and then go over that and then say okay here's what you could have improved on. Here's what they're looking for. Here's when they asked this. You could have said that. Like, there's there's a nuance to it, um, for sure. So you have sales. So, yep, sales. Number one. Okay. Yep. What's your next one? A management. Yes. And, and 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 can we talk about management two different levels? Okay. So, am I right? Management number. The first level would be staff. Okay. And the second one I think is client. Who? Very important. Yep. And staff, then the third staff. one. Screw it. One more. Consultants. That's Man, a lot to manage. That's good. But do you think that covers it? Yeah. ABC? Okay, keep going. Yep. Um, the basis of the staff one is what we talked about in a couple episodes ago. Maybe you remember what it was, but we talked about how, uh, you know, like get a couple projects in front of their plate, be patient. Yes. You know, all, the, all that other stuff. So, yes, I think that's good because there is interesting things in each one of those. Um, 
With a client, I think one of the biggest things you're trying to tackle right away is setting up expectations. The thing that school sets you up for is that you are going to, you're going to bend over backwards to try to do the best design work you possibly can. You believe in design, good design, great design, deep in your soul and your heart and your brain and all of that. You're already going to do that stuff, but setting up the right expectations for your client uh, even if it means lowering them all the way down to the ground in terms of the time it's going to take to finish their project, depending on certain consultants, working with the city, how much the fees are going to be, what kind of relation, what kind of, uh, you're going to have to be a heartbreaker right away, right? Because you're the first, we've talked about this in previous episodes, the first sticker shock when it comes to them. And then third, the consultants. How are you managing your consultants? Are you setting up a framework for them to work with you? How's the methodology going back and forth? And then timelines, right? And then that's all coupled together with your staff. So that is a, a whole thing in itself, the management. So, you know what? Can you put D? Oh my gosh, he added a D. The what business. Ooh, business management. So, you know what I think is one of the killers of courses? What? This is where they start. That is interesting. They do start at the business. And maybe they even start there with this one that we're talking about at practicallypartners.com. Maybe. Who, who knows? Um, but I think I think that's the killer because it's almost like it's almost like starting at the bathroom or the plumbing of a building hmm. and saying, hey, if you don't get this right, nothing else is going to work, which is true. If you don't get the water flow right, nothing else is going to work. But it's start. It's okay. It's like starting at the water main, rather than the foundation. It, it's like starting at literally the the water main and and literally the plumbing fixtures instead of like, oh, we're gonna build apartment complexes or we're gonna build a tower here. Got it. We're gonna build like that's literally where you're starting. And I think wheels can be spun there a lot. You can spin wheels there and you can refine that and you can iterate on that and then. You don't even know, like, can you even sell? Can you even sell something? Have you even got the work? Yeah. Don't worry about the rest. Exactly. So that's why I think it should be down there. Interesting. All right. What, okay. do, you, what do you got for number three? Leading. Because it's different than managing. Everyone knows why that. Why is it different? Because uh, Good stuff. there is what to do and then there's why. And how. Yep. Yep. Um, but I think leadership is, I think the why that permeates because here, here's, you can't specify how to do absolutely everything or else you'd spend all your time making guides and you'd become the government and you'd become a bureaucracy. So the leadership is actually like two points. Mm -hmm. It's like the philosophy for, for running it at okay. a higher level. So maybe, maybe a is philosophy. Yep. Okay. And B is the future vision. Jesus, I feel like we're making a course on the fly oh, wow. here. Uh, honestly, we're, we're just brainstorming here. If anyone is interested, just interested. I'm, gonna th I'm literally taking a photo of this. If you're watching on the YouTube, you're seeing me take a photo of it. Go ahead, Al. Email me at akg at f9productions.com. We'll do a special introductory price if we do it, if people are interested. Um, because I think there's... 
like literally stepping. But this is exactly what Mark, how Mark describes our podcast. Mark says this, this is a executive meeting insider. And it is, this is, this is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And it's so interesting that number two, the, the management part, um, that whole, that is, that has been at the core of what I, what I have been working with for the past two weeks is managing, is, is managing staff, managing the clients and managing the consultants. And it's been a problem. Not that our staff is a problem, but I mean, just, uh, this has been the most, it's been the most taxing part of my job. Yep. Can, can we have an appendix (laughs) to this? And the appendix is the dumbest advice we've heard and why it's dumb. Oh, the dumbest strategies. Because there's so much information out here. Maybe this is how, why is this dumb? Well, maybe this is how, so here's what's interesting is, so I believe in Providence and dumbest advice ever given um you know what's interesting about this whole exercise we're doing which this is all on the fly i had no idea i was going to do this little article is this going to form the book that i'm katie i've been having katie think about but maybe because i mean this is kind of what i was hoping for is like i wanted to give an inside look of how we what we do how we do it why we do it better it could help other people but also it gives a better understanding and sort of reassurance to our clients Know what I also want to do? Phil Elmore was, I think that's his name. Let me look him up. Keep, keep going now. For the majority of it, just like if we were doing like teaching sales. Yes, Phil, Phil Elmore. I interviewed him. Go look up Monday Morning Coffee with Phil Elmore, E-L-M-O-R-E. And he talks about why you should have your own book for as a as a business owner. And, and if just so everybody knows, Katie, one of our staff members, and I have been sort of been working on it together. Amazing. Keep going. I would love for each one of the bullet points that you've written down, if, if at least one part of it was a story or two. Exactly. Real. Yeah. So it's, so because those will be remembered more, those will be more applicable. People will be like, oh yeah, I was in that situation or I could see going out in the field and doing that. Made to stick, building a story brand. Here exactly. we go, baby. Yeah. I love it. Cool. Cool. Okay. That, that's it. I just wanted to at least touch base about that because it really, I mean, obviously it's a clickbait article and, and. No offense to practically partners. I'm just saying you guys did a great job getting even me involved in this. Now the audience, and, and we're going to talk about it. Again, honestly, if you're interested, email us because we might, if there's no interest, like why, why make it? Um, so akg at f9productions.com say, hey, I'm at least interested in the building course. In the uh, business course. Business course. Yeah. Yeah. Building a business course. Building Specifically. Building a business course. Building a business course, but specifically for the creative class. Yeah, because that's the hurdle that we identified right away. Is that yeah, like you know. So. But every, I'm I'm sure if you Google it, there's a bunch of courses called building a business, but I like it more because it's architecture and engineering. Yeah, because you're because you're, 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 you're actually doing it. Building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. What do we got next now? Um, I have. Oh, can I share my screen? So Let's you see. could share your screen. I don't know. No, I don't need to plug in. You're yeah, not, I don't. You're you not don't a even, peasant like me. But you don't even need special software. I'm having to plug in. You don't even need special the HDMI. Software. It's already computer. built in. Somehow, Al. If you do, you have that little stupid square over there. I have. Uh, I don't know. Are we doing this really live? I don't have yeah, a yeah. square. Yeah, yeah. Go to connect. Go to connect. Yeah. Interesting. Is he just going to find it Bluetooth? Bluetooth? So Roku? I got find the action tech. All right. Well, we'll see. It's okay. So, oh, this is what I wanted to share. Uh, President Biden, we won't go into everything that he announced yesterday. 
Um, but we'll go over business stuff. He expanded the economic industry disaster loan program. Okay. Um, extend the cap to $2 million instead of like 300 or 500,000. And he allows for wider uses. This is why it might be applicable. Is this more PPP stuff? Basically? No, no, no. Economic industry disaster loan. Okay. So this is one of the things I was talking about. It actually wasn't the one I brought up a couple, the main street program where they could get an even lower percentage on money. This is more for medium sized businesses. Um, the old funds, you could not pay off all old debts, refinance other debts, buy stuff, right? <clears throat> this new policy change, right? From 500 to 200 to, to 2 million, right? Allows for the use of funds to be applied for payment and repayment of commercial debt and regular scheduled payment of federal debt. Here's what I, here was, was my thought, right? We currently, this building is at 4% loan, but it's only 120 months because it's a commercial loan. Yeah. So like, I'm always afraid, like who knows what they're going to jack up the prices to? What if we're paying 5%, 6% in the future, right? Yeah. So if possible, if we are eligible for this or if other people are eligible for this, if you own your own building, that's a good point. Yep. And look into it because there's other reasons for it. Payroll, rent, inventory. Uh, see, there's commercial debt, like, right? Mm. Um, it's at 3.75% and it's th for th 30 th years. This new one. Yes. So in our scenario, we would save about $238 a month, mm -hmm. which is kind of worth it. It's a computer a year, but it also locks us Any in for 30 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the locking. That's what I like. It's because... What is this called now? Just so everybody can Google it again. It is the E-I-D-L. Oh, okay. Yep. E economic I short for... So E-I-D-L short for the, the Economic Industry Disaster Loan. Yep. Don't know what... SBA loans cannot compete with private yep. sector lending. Yep. Hmm. And this was the old... So just look what it's for. What I don't even know for sure. I'm just kind of broadcasting this it seems like they made it for a wider availability and it seems like it might help yeah oh i know who's really going to help us do you know who's really going to help us yeah nick from nick reads all right hello best friends i hope you all had a great week this week a reading we must be free not because we claim freedom but because we practice it William Faulkner. Toodles. Short and sweet. To the point. Practice your freedom in any way you can. Uh, do what you can to stay free because uh, that's kind of... Freedom ain't free. <laughs> it takes a little effort on your part. You know what is free? ARE Jeopardy. You got it. Bring the crew down. Question one. I am trying to trick you with this question. Okay. Uh, this is a common one that, that most people should know. Uh, <coughs> no firewall rating. So there's is required. No firewall rating is required for residential separations at greater than what distance? Question make sense? Is it A, 30 feet, B, 15 feet, C, 10 feet, D, 5 feet? Well, this is. I don't 
feel like I would shut up, Al. I would have been less tricked if you said you weren't trying to trick. Yeah. <laughs> A, 30 feet. B, 15 feet. C, 10 feet. D, 5 foot. No, you don't need a rated wall if it's greater than what distance? From the separation. From, from either a property line or a building. We'll go property line if it makes it easier. IRC. IRC. All right. D, A, B, C, D, B. It is D. It is five foot. The only thing I was trying to trick you with is pegging by doing 30 feet and 15 feet, pegging your brain to a higher number because it the real uh, separation distances is like, okay, there's like three feet, five feet, and, and 10 feet. So I just did the higher numbers to mix you up. Yes, instead of property line. Yep, property line. Great. And, and Carver, are you listening? Yeah, hire me. Hire this Mr. Gore. Hundred and How for much? you guys, for you and Carb, $400 an hour. <laughs> That's a steal. That's a steal. Uh, question two. What is the minimum clearance in front of a basement egress window on the outside? Okay. Is it... A, oh, okay. five foot, B, <clears throat> four foot, C, three foot, D, two foot. Do, 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 IRC. I feel like the only code things you learned in school was like, oh, double loaded corridors need to be six feet wide. Stairs, 44 inches. Yeah. Hope some of the professors are listening. Like, oh, I touch it more than that. I touch it. Blah, blah, blah. D, C, 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 C is correct at three. Awesome. Number three, when a concrete floor in an existing building needs to be partially cut or penetrated for the rough-in of plumbing or electrical equipment, what type of floor slab is most subject to severe damage without close analysis of as-built drawings? A, concrete topping slab. B, post-tension concrete. C, precast concrete. D, cast in place, reinforced concrete. So in short, what kind of a concrete floor without looking at as-built drawings is most subject to the most amount of damage if a plumber is going in there and getting crazy? Is it a concrete to A, concrete topping slab, B, post-tension concrete, C, precast concrete, D, cast in place, reinforced concrete? Lance will write these questions for $200 an hour. Oh, he's way cheaper. Yeah. Number three, uh, so we have B, 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 B. Great job. B's all around. B's is the correct answer. Post-tension. That's easy, right? Yeah. Can't cut those cables. Can't cut those cables. Uh, number four, placing new objects on a roof, such as solar panels, signs. Uh, I don't know. The, I don't know. Antans. I don't even know what that is. Can affect which of the following. I guess I can't type today. So placing new objects on a roof, uh, such as solar panels, signs, etc., can affect which of the following. A, dead loads. B, snowdrift patterns, C, seismic load, D, wind load patterns, or D or E, all of the above. 
placing new object on a roof can affect any repeats. I feel like we're good. We've got E, E, A, E, E. The correct answer is E. All of the above. That is awesome. What do we got for numbers here? We have four. Ooh, one, two. two, three. Are you four. even in this? He doesn't get to play. You guys don't Jason count. wins again. There you go. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Red Robin. Red Robin? Red Robin, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and other than that, Lance? If you like this episode, please share with a friend, colleague, your mom. We thank you for all your support. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you smash that like button. Leave us a comment and obviously subscribe. See you next week.